All right, welcome to another ill-advised podcast. Uh, today is going to be a little lighter toned than uh, the last one with uh, Taylor's brother. Taylor is on the ones and twos. I know I keep saying that, but he's just a producer. He's producing and he's contributing. Um, and uh, yeah, this is going to be a little less intense. I got Ryan Schofield here. Uh, we're yeah. just uh, we're going to talk a little bit of politics, but we don't have to. We, we're, we're just kind of throwing this together. Um, and yeah, so last week I had a had a, a podcast with uh, Taylor's brother. That got pretty intense. I don't know, Taylor. Do you thought that got pretty intense? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was out there. Yeah, it was good though. Was a, honestly, I, I I got the most positive listen, I, responses. I, can, I usually from that. can't stand listening to him, um, <laughs> but. It was good. It was. Is it because he sounds you know? exactly like you, or is that you know like is that, that self, is, that, is that a self hatred thing? I, you know what? It's one of those things where honestly, I think if I met myself, I'd be like, oh fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, no, that that's that's, that's, that's a, a thing, right? That's actually a thing. yeah. I mean, I I the thing is, is that I didn't know what to expect. Like, I do consider um, you know Griffin a friend. I just you know I haven't hung out with him to be honest with you all, all that much. I mean, I know him through Taylor, obviously. And uh, I just really haven't had that in depth of a conversation with him, and um, and yeah, I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised. He got caught me off guard a little bit, um, but it was really good. I had I had probably the best responses I've had to a podcast because of that podcast. He's very knowledgeable on things. He's very right. intelligent. He was swagged out. Just no, yeah, dripping. <laughs> you could swag, tell he prepared. Man. He did oh, the hell yeah. And that's yeah, the thing yeah, the purple, you, you, the purple you, blazer. You have the problem with that you you've had two guests now on the yeah. show that have came here prepared to fucking do battle more or less. And I, don't think- I haven't really wanted to do it like that. I wanted it to be more of a conversation, but I mean, I mean, with Jason, it was different because Jason is. I mean, he really prepared, but some of the stuff he was saying, like I was able to kind of combat him with. The problem with Griffin is that he's an actual lawyer, and it's tough for me to to really combat him with that information and. If we're, if we are going to do it again, we're going to run it back again. But, you know, I'm going to talk to him. I'll be like, you know, we don't have to be all the lawyering stuff. We can, it's just how you feel, like how you feel about well, a certain about- subject, like whether or not it's right or wrong. And I think at the end, Taylor, um, he actually had to bring it home a little bit because we were talking right past each other. We were talking, like, I was, he was talking, he was talking at a complete legal level about censorship. And I was talking about just the right thing to do about right, it. which is where I kind of you know go on with me being the you know the the softer level going about things is that it's not how I interpret things as far as you know per any I'm somebody who likes to not believe I adhere any laws I adhere to a moral compass right and I don't need right. to have I don't do not do things because okay you're not supposed to do those yeah. based on again don't get me wrong up. Griffin Griffin has you know his own principles and his own you know thoughts and stuff he just. Uh, you know, he was he he even said on the podcast, he's like a lot of times I, I, I struggle with the point of, you know, what what we should do, what we can't do, and something else. You know, he was just he was very you know, he says he struggles with that because he does look at it through a very legal lens of, you know, being a lawyer. Well, so the thing is but, yeah. is that with someone like him though, is that whether he looks at it through that lens or not, which by the way, if was I introduced or not, I'm not sure. I did. I, I said okay. Ryan Schofield, okay, no, no, right? If anybody's watched any of yeah, these, yeah, no, I, yeah, I was just kind of going. You Ryan's know, normally really on the salt with Dalt, who's yes. on, who's uh, on, who's, who's uh, running the switcher right now and producing the show. And uh, but yeah, no, if you don't know him yet, uh, go and watch some of the Salt podcasts. But as it's I would kind of good. say to what was happening with that one is that 
unfortunately, because of his occupation, he whether he wants to or not, looks at things with that lens. Or he may yeah. not think he does, but he ultimately does. Where I kind of look at things through, okay, what is just the most reasonable explanation? Not given, not given the got, not, not given the constraints or parameters which you have to fall into at certain points in times, and mm-hmm. like especially with when it comes to the regards of censorship, which I didn't get that far into the episode because it was you guys went on for two hours. I listened, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I kind of like you know. Like, well, I mean, that's another reason why because I was texting him before the podcast. And we, I came up with like five or six things. We got to maybe two of them. And that was, and you know, we had, and even at the end, he was like, we have so much more to go over. He could have honestly went for about four or five hours. I mean, the guys, I, there was a certain point where I was like, dude, we, we just got to tap out here. Um, but you know, we're definitely gonna, definitely gonna cover some more subjects. I thought he was great. And I had some of the best, uh, responses to it as well. You know, I had liberal friends that were like mainly because the headline that I put on my Facebook was, you know, I learned like liberals, you're going to love this. Uh, You know, Griffin is a lawyer. He taught me a lot. Um, All this other stuff. And uh, and, you know, I had some great responses from from liberals that were like, you know, I'm really glad you you had him on. And it was you know, he was he was great. So here's the thing, though, is that like I kind of say is. Just because he's a liberal doesn't, you know, and you, you constantly did, you know, kind of almost seems like you were in felt like an inferiority complex of the fact that he had a law degree mm-hmm. or he's passed the bar. Is, well, everything got brought back to the legal aspect where I, I was just I feel like, like Look, you enable really, you, you enabled it as much as anything, though, is that maybe, it's, it, maybe. It, it, it comes back yeah. down to that one. But like looking through, OK, that's how he's going to interpret a lot of things, mm-hmm. at least why things are the way they are. But let's just even break down that. Sure. That 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 reason that they are the way they are, like why when why did it end up yeah. the way it was in the first place, kind of thing. And he did that a little bit to an extent because he's very. I mean, Taylor, you can speak more to this, but he's very well versed on just history. I mean, you have to be to be a law, uh, you know, have a law degree. Yeah, I mean, to, he's he's you know. he's a very very intelligent person. There, there's mm-hmm. no you know if ands or buts about it. Um, and he does see things kind of uh you know in a black and white uh way simply because uh, like his occupation and everything that's something sure. he's always been well versed in and whatnot. And I will say this like he did even mention uh the 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 title not not title the uh he's calling somebody a liberal it means so much like it that's not what it means you go right. anywhere else. You know, the people who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, found this country were liberals. Liberty is the, you know what yeah, I mean? So, right. d- d- like, I think that's a bad, well, so you know, term. Two I, things I I've know. noticed. Well, I mean, I think, I think that there's, the, you know, as far as, you know, I think Democrat and Republican is a bad term. I mean, you can be more liberal. I think really if you have, like, a spectrum of people uh, politically – you know, saying you're center right or saying you're center left or saying you're a little bit, you know, more conservative or saying you're a little bit more liberal. I don't usually see a problem with that. I normally see it when people are so ideolo- uh, ideological that they call themselves Democrats or Republicans. But I, I, I find that a little bit, uh, you know. Well, I mean, within those parties, there's, I mean, realistically, there's an almost parties within those parties, I would even kind of say. Sure. And I think that the one of the problems with the spectrum is we don't have a universally agreed upon spectrum. Like there's a yeah. there's a, a quote I've heard. I forget which comedian said. He's like, I moved from the East Coast to the West Coast when I would I moved out as a liberal and I moved to the California. And when I left California, I was a conservative. But none of my sure. thoughts changed. Yeah, because people's perceptions of things are so much different. And like 
Where you guys, I mean, I've noticed on your past two episodes, at one point in time, you and your guest have identified yourselves politically. Sure. As far as where you think, I think I've where you think, where you think, you, where, where you think you fall on that spectrum. And as I kind of go on, is that the spectrum, unfortunately, which is what we do with every group whatsoever, sure. we're focused on the extremes. Well, I just and don't, I don't, I, when I ask that question, because normally when we bring it up is because I ask the question. And the what, you know, maybe it's not the greatest you know, question to ask, but I'm just curious. And if they decide that to say like, well, I don't really identify to either side. It's like, okay, that actually makes, that makes sense to me. I think That's, it's, I think it's also, you know, it's, it's kind of important, not even important. It's just good to know, you know, kind of where you're going to be going with the topics, sure. you know, sure. what, 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 you know, for anybody listening, they can kind of know what, not exactly what to expect, but you know what you know way they're going to go with. But that's that. where I have mm-hmm. one of my biggest issues with it is that as somebody who considers himself confused on the spectrum, I guess I would say is that there are certain times I probably identify as one side, and certain times I identify as another. Mm-hmm. I go based on the policy or the issue at hand, which I think a lot more people should. Where a lot of people just go blindly based on this is what my side thinks, therefore I'll fall in line. Sure. Like as I kind of go on, not everybody, you know, we'll just look at this current situation. Not one side's always right, and not one side is always wrong. Right, we have to right. accept that. It's probably more like maybe like a 60-40 split, which sure. people kind of look at as being, no, it's all or nothing. Right, right, right. Where that's what kind of goes where it's like, okay, like you can say some smart things about certain issues, but then you start getting into some issues that maybe you don't care as much about or something, and you find yourself just kind of just peddling, you know, regurgitating the, the common thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh well, I mean, moving on from that, I mean, I I think that's one of the beauties of doing this podcast. Like, I mean, I think I like I like the fact that I have a venue to state my opinions without really too much. I mean, I'm going to get some prejudice from people. I mean, this is the way it is. But, you know, I've also had a lot of people just say, like, it's that they, they love it and they, they just keep watching it. And now we're on if you include the salt podcast, we're on seven episodes, maybe six. This will be the Sixth, plus and the, then then the one we're doing tomorrow, yeah, but plus the the quarantine, but you also, and the quarantine cast, and people are responding to it. I mean, there, we get a lot of views and more views. Well, not a lot of views. I mean, in comparison of to, we're to not you, exactly I mean, we're not so exactly we, promoting right that any any right. longer. You know, that, that's very that, true. That that was the initial project. That was like more of a a trial run, and you know, now that we've definitely figured out what we want to do with this. For sure. Well, I mean, yeah. there's, there's ways to build a following, and then there's the ways to actually build an actual following, which is what I've seen that you guys are doing, which is, you know, falls under, you know, me applying my degree for the first time in my life is, the, you know, the guerrilla marketing thing is that, you yeah. know, you're going to kind of, you know, capitalize and on, we're your, be on doing, your network. We're going to be doing a lot more of that uh, come the future. It was just also when we started this, the last two weeks have been really rough for me, mainly just because I was in Bath. I kept going back and forth from Bath, helping my dad out with his office. And that was, you know, that was two weeks ago. And then last week I was in Syracuse and I came, you know, we had to, get, you know, do the podcast right after and try and push it out as quickly as possible. But as you see continuous growth, I mean, as, things, as long as they keep trending in the right direction, you know, like that's always the biggest encourager. And it's a, it's a genuine form as, as it kind of comes across. And being comfortable with what you want to say, which is something that you really seem to be, you know, like, you know, that you're probably not going to say things that are you know, pleasing for everybody, which is right. I always love, which is that's all I want to do is 
say what's on my mind, which just goes back to like that censorship idea. Now I didn't hear as much. I didn't get that far mm-hmm. in the episode as far as listening to the ideas of censorship, but I did hear little pieces about it. And mm-hmm. it does seem that it was always a thing of that being on these type of formats is freedom of speech is not supposed to have anything to do with these formats. Freedom right. of speech. We're, we're just have to be FCC regulated, which, which is, Whoa. we really don't even have to be, is it now we're on this gorilla, you know, this, this, this broad expanding right. platform. But it does seem like now with the way that YouTube is constructed is that sometimes it seems like certain ideas. They're acting as if the, as if they're their own F- FCC. They're, they're suppressing they're, other ideas. They're, 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 they're lean, they are leaning one way versus the other. And there's hey, no way they can convince the otherwise. Because I know we didn't really come prepared. We just kind of were like, oh, we're just going to do this. Um, look for Ted Cruz and um, the Twitter CEO. What what got well, I mean, to the point now where this well, is actually... look it up in YouTube. It's, it's actually a, a thing on Twitter now, which I love, is that when you actually go to share an article on Twitter, it actually asks you, did you read the article? Yeah. Are you sure you want to retweet this? Yeah, Like, it actually yeah. does, which is hilarious, because so many people just see a headline that they love, and they just Well, read. it was Twitter and Jack Dorsey, I guess is what it was. There it is. So there's a... Fox this top News one right here? Yep. So he grills... Uh, this is going to take forever. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, oh, never mind. for holding this hearing. The three witnesses we have before this committee today collectively pose, I believe, the single greatest. So he these would have were fared so much better in the last election if he had had the greatest beard, by threat. By the way. Oh, without a doubt, he looks like a real Cuban. Looks, uh, you know. Yesterday, I spent but he's, a uh, yeah, he definitely looks good with, with both Mr. Zuckerberg and Mr. Pichai. I have concerns about the behavior of both of their companies. I would note that Facebook is, at the minimum, at least trying to make some efforts in the direction of defending free speech. I appreciate their doing so. Google. So basically, if you don't know what this is, these are the the hearings uh, pretty much that got, um, um, uh, you know, brought about because of the New York Post article about Hunter Biden. And so now they're they're basically trying to do these censorship hearings and hopefully they get rid of. Well, I don't know if they're going to entirely get rid of it, but we talked a little bit about the Section 230 with Griffin. Mm hmm. And that's really what's giving them the right to do the things that they do, that they can't get persecuted for editorializing or or just saying, well, and what I meant where I kind of fumbled with Griffin was I said editorializing. And I remember he shot back and he's like, that's not a cause of action. And it's like, no, it's not. But when they editorialize and they allow certain things to go, then that means that they have a platform that's so huge that they could very feasibly get sued for libel somewhere else. And that's really kind of the issue. And whereas Section 230 protects them. Um, so go ahead and play the play a little bit of this. I, try and skip to where Jack Dorsey is talking. No, we are one part of a spectrum of communication channels that people have. So you're testifying to be a this committee right now maybe, that, that, that Twitter... So was he trying to get cast as the remake of Star Wars as Mark Hamill? Was that what he was going no for? With Actually, that can you go to just the beginning of that where he just where he first speaks, Jack Dorsey? Just try and find a place where he well, just... Because he's going for the... It's going to be in the first Dorsey. minute. He, I'm so rich, I'm trying to look homeless is what I see out of him right now. And change elect- abuse of that power. Maybe not. Maybe you were in the right place, man. So right there. So you're testified to this committee right now that, that, that Twitter, when it silences people, when it censors people, when it blocks political speech, that has no impact on elections. 
People, people have choice of other communication channels with which- not if, not if they don't hear information. If you don't think you have the power to influence elections, why Basically, do you block anything? Yeah. Uh, well, we have policies that are focused on making sure that more voices on the platform are possible. We see a lot of abuse and harassment, which ends up silencing people and having them leave from the platform. All right, Mr. Dorsey, I find your opening questions, your opening answers absurd on their face. Let's talk about the last. Basically, the first question that we missed was that he said um, he said he asked him if his if his platform, you know, influenced elections. And he said no. He basically Uh, unequivocally said no. It's 100 percent untrue based on the fact is that I'm I'll just speak on a personal example of I'm a huge follower of Nick DiPaolo. Yeah, yeah, I have to. If I ever want to see what Nick DiPaolo <laughs> tweets, I have to go onto his page directly. Why would I not, in my timeline, ever see what the guy who I have to seek out his page? Why would I not see what he has to do other than he has a right wing agenda, so, suppose, you know, right. so, you know, so to speak? Well, something that Taylor, before we came on, was talking about was Chris Pratt. And it doesn't take much to get shadow banned or anything like that. Like before we get to Chris Pratt, though, there was uh, Barstool Sports CEO, the um, Portnoy. Portnoy. He um he claims that he got shadow banned, so he put his account to private so that nobody could see it unless he accepted them as friends. So I guess that kind of helped him, I guess, a little bit. Uh, so people were actually looking on his page. Um, but he said he got shadow banned. I and that's and like, look, he doesn't. He goes on Tucker Carlson every once in a while. It's not as if he's overtly political. It's just that he just doesn't give a fuck. So he'll say things like he'll call out AOC. He'll do certain things like that that are obviously leftist. But, you know, that's that's enough to get him get him uh, shadow man. So they kind of they there's this is a it's not written into that, you know, much like there's many ways any amendments that we have or any right we have in this country. They can't, you know, the forefathers not foresee this going on. Like, you know, as far as, you know, we'll even talk about the, the Second Amendment as far as we didn't see. Mm-hmm. The idea of this automatic weapons, you know, thing—it was meant to be able to defend yourself against your country. Sure. First Amendment, we did not see this type of platform coming yeah, down, how did down he the go, bike. How did Jack Dorsey? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. How did no. Jack Dorsey go from that picture to the left to the pic, like looking like street Jesus? Well, because he just he he wants to ignite an like, uh, anonymity. What's his name? Caruso Island, uh, where he was on Island, Island. Robinson. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. But so now you you have this <clears throat> strange thing where. You're able to control. You can say again. He says, "Okay, certain posts drive too much, you know, vitriol to them." Well, yeah, mm-hmm. because it's it's the people that are on the other side that get so. Trust me, I'm on there enough to read and see mm-hmm. who who throws the fir- the first stone, who fires the first shot. So, sure. and it's you're just not allowing people to say what's on their mind when the exact idea of the platform is what's on your mind, right? Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, you know, there's the difference in one thing I tried to explain to Griffin. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I realize the irony of me explaining something to Griffin, because Griffin was talking about the law, and he basically schooled me a few a few times on the law. Um, but I was just trying to explain to him, to tell you the truth, though, he wasn't very familiar with Section 230. He just didn't know, I just don't, and I don't think anybody would unless they were overtly political, and he's not. So... You know, it was it was just yeah. We we had a disagreement about platforms versus uh, publishers. Well, I've seen this on the even at the university level, where <clears> it's <throat> not so much, and this is maybe where they skirt around this issue is that they're not <coughs> banning certain things, but they're suppressing it. Right. So I remember there was a whole thing a couple of years back 
that happened at the uni, SUNY Albany campus, U Albany, where people in the, 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 the campus mall spelled out fuck Trump in the snow. Sure. And it was kind of one of those things where I doubt that if they started spelling an O, that would have been let to go on if it was a couple years before. And you have the thing of, well, don't I, I remember my exact post at the time saying, okay, this is another indoctrination center. Right. And people saying that, well, you know, this just happens to be that most people that are educated are left-leaning Democrats. And I thought sure. that was complete bullshit, which we went to a different you know, argument altogether. But the idea that are they? Because the idea of a college campus is not to tell you which way to think. It's to give you all the thoughts and let you decide right. how to think. And when a campus had, at the time, I forget the exact numbers, but Albany had like mm. 83 public speakers that year and 77 of them identified as lib- you know, left liberals and six of them identified themselves as conservatives. Going, So you may not be discouraging the speech, but you sure as hell are suppressing it. And now, as somebody who lived in a college town for a while or someone who just generally talks to younger people, everybody is speaking out of the same script and it's fucking scary. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, yeah, it's really. I think Jordan Peterson said this in that GQ interview. I don't know if either of you guys watched this, but it was a really famous GQ interview. And he just, I mean, at least just from a debate standpoint, destroyed this lady who's a who was a, fe- a feminist and and all this other stuff. And he basically said that if you know, like he said to the lady, he goes, "I know one thing about you, and that means I know everything about you, and that's not good." Yeah, and that does happen. And that's that is one of those ideological things where you're just like, whoa, like how, like you know, you're you're you just become so ideological that you don't want to listen to reason, you don't want to listen to another argument. Well, what it comes down to is a lot of times what happens is if you ask somebody a simple question, they give you a bunch of complicated answers. And it's like, no, 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 let's not make this like a lot of issues are not fucking that complicated. Right, right, right. But everyone wants to start talking about a bunch of outside garbage and it completely clouds the initial yeah, question. So there's video of it. Um, he basically said something. If you're going to search for it on the entire, just say. Um, hmm. What was the quote? Uh, he said, if I know one thing about you, then I know, I, I, I know. No, but I, 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 I'll even give this to you a little bit as a guy. Something along from, from, from my For my time as a stand-up comedian. I hate saying this and getting, I'll, I'll catch shit for it, but. Just search for Generally, one. if I saw a female comedian, I knew based on her ex- her appearance what about ninety percent of her jokes are going to be about. Keep going. That's that's a different. There's only. Oh, hmm. I'm an anti 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 semites. Isn't that like way too much logic for most people to comprehend? Yeah, we don't have to. Dwell. I I mean I I can find it and post it, but it's it's uh, he basically said something if the uh, kingdom. Yeah, no. You'd probably motivation, emotion, perfect. But at the end of the day, none of this does anything for anybody is that everyone is compromised. on. That's why I hate the idea of people putting themselves on this spectrum, identifying themselves, is that we've all compromised our own beliefs at some point in time because it's yeah. rather than believing on – can people just believe on just principles, not policies, principles? Mm-hmm. And you can bounce around on some of them, but ultimately why do I need to put myself in this role where I have to – I'm all or nothing on this. Right, and I think that something that – that I think through the law, Griffin actually explained pretty well, only in the fact that, like, look, a lot of times I seem to think that people on the left don't seem to have too many principles. And I actually think Dan Crenshaw called them uh, limiting principles. All right? I'm pretty sure that, that other people have called it that before. But 
Um, what he means by limiting principles is that, you know, especially with uh, Democrats, it's, you know, progressivism at all costs. It doesn't matter what it takes, you know, and they're willing to beg, barter and steal as, as long as it as it appears to have this progressive tinge to it. Um, but then again, anytime I brought up something that, that I think was, you know, kind of on that side, Griffin was like, no, I don't fucking believe in that. And he's, that's, that makes him a very, him very much his own person. And I want to continue to have people on that are like that. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to just say, like, I know you and I align more on certain political issues, but I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't want to make it a regularity to have people that just align with me on certain political issues. So that's why I do ask no, the question within, every once in a while. Even within about, us, though, is that I'm sure there's things that you and I do not align on, even though we might consider ourselves in the same pot. Like, right, as I was right. going on before, is it with the spectrum, is that too many times we are focusing on those op- the extremists, which we'll call the six sigmas, okay, quality sure. control. They're on their own end. I'm not going to say it's the 99.9% because it seems like it's a bigger group for it to be as represented as well as it is. But in between, there's not much that separates the most of us. It might be a thing here, a thing or there. But unfortunately, sometimes now, if you disagree with one issue, then you are now castigated into this extreme. That, right. Okay. Like, okay. If I, yeah. And I've said that numerous times on the other podcasts. I've, I've basically said, especially with Jason Alexander and, and Griffin, I was just like, look, I mean, I've had I've lost friends because of this, like where it's just like, look, you're maligning me to one far side. And that's just not I mean, you you might agree with most of the far, far left, but I'm really not that far right. I mean, I'm basically what you would call maybe a classical liberal, maybe a little bit more conservative than that, but not really. Well, so it it almost seems to be is that the political spectrum is almost turned to what the Richter scale is. Yeah. Richter scale is actually an exponential measurement based on your separation from the previous data point. Mm-hmm. We're not that far apart. It's not the sure. like, just because yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit off with you on this doesn't mean I'm completely off with you. And I've even seen this happen where, again, like a lot of people, it just seems like that the social media is more, maybe because I'm I'm friends with younger people in, in a lot of regards, I see a lot more of the left hating the right type thing where I actually was having a conversation with a girl one time who had mentioned, okay, if you, you know, support Trump whatsoever, then just delete me from your life. And I sat there for an hour, not bringing up anything, just, just shooting the shit with her. And then said, right. well, it really sucks. We can't be friends anymore. Yeah. And then she was like, why? And then like, I was like, I was like, well, let me just ask you, like, what are your reasons for, and like, you know, she started doing the whole, oh, I hate America thing. And I was like, okay, well mm-hmm. then why? And then started cherry picking point by point. I'm like, okay, you can be unhappy with this, but understand right. you'll be just as unhappy elsewhere. Like, the idea that there is actually paradise, the idea there's paradise outside of her, that there is no such thing as utopia. I hate to break it to everybody. There's mm-hmm. no perfect society. And a lot of people think they're going to, you might find, okay, that one issue that you care about is better somewhere else, but then what's the collateral damage of that? What what, what are you else are you sacrificing right. for it? I mean, well, I mean, you remember the, I mean, we won't, we definitely won't mention her name, but you know who I'm talking about as soon as I say this, Probably. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, and by the way, don't put this on the screen, uh, Taylor, uh, at all, like as far as what's being broadcast, but go to my Facebook, would you? I had a feeling that so, I knew who this was when I listened to the last episode. <laughs> you thought it was going to eventually get to this? No, I just had to say. Because this happened weeks ago. This happened before we even started the podcast. Oh, am I not logged in? Oh, no. Okay. Go to the messaging. Go to 
So go scroll down or yeah, you know who you're looking for. Starts with a C. Yeah, I got it, John. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you went past it. You can always just search by this one. It could be because she blocked me. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, Yeah. then you're definitely gone. Either way. Anyways, (laughs) yeah. But, like, this is the thing is that, unfortunately, people, like, you know, in Oh, that has to do with selling. Yeah. We we know know what things going on with this is that, like, okay, people have a narrow minded. Yeah, it doesn't filter it. Uh, no, I think that might be a different account. Anyways, so basically, I mean, you know what she said to me, right? And basically what, what happened was, you know, I have screenshots of it too, but I don't definitely don't want to go. He's got the receipts. I got the receipts mainly just because I thought mainly she was being a bitch. I mean, she really was. She, she. I called her out, and you know that she just virtue signals on her Facebook page constantly. And I'm not going to have you. No, no. Okay, I'm not asking you to have an opinion about it. But pretty much, I called her out on virtue signaling. We went back and forth. Okay, you might think that I'm wrong, and I'm not going to get too much into this because Ryan is actually still friends with her. You know, and um, basically, the point I want to make is that two months later, two months later. She comes after me, you know, and basically says, because I'm coming back to my old job, even though I passed the tests that I set out to do, she basically said I was a big piece of shit for coming back to my old job and basically like kind of shamed me as if I was some lesser of a person. And And then she went on this tirade about saying how you told me to, you know, good luck in retail is what she said. At the very end, of and then it. and then shortly after, then spoke about yeah. people, you know, being entitled, which was that was a very yeah. You sent me a screenshot. So so, so yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'll I'll deal with the the repercussions of that if they ever exist. That's just is what it is. Right. But that is a problem that I have. Is you will people will always poke if you focus on everyone has done something so fucking wrong, and this is actually a thing right. which I hate about our current fucking debate cycle. Which I almost wish that these guys in the last debate started actually just. Revealing their cards. Like, if Trump was to right. show, here, yeah, here's my tax return. Yeah, I fucking cheated on it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so what else do you have to go on? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like almost like the Eminem eight mile thing of that. You know, like, what if, if I'm going to make fun of myself for this, what do you have right. to make fun of me about? Because that's all this says it. Or, yeah, I have not, see, I have not, I have not seen anything yeah. constructive happen out of all of this <laughs> whatsoever, other than sure. just we're trying to prove things. And unfortunately, the easier impression or the people that want to jump in on this, they don't realize that most of the stuff that is being talked about has already been settled as far as the court of public opinion is what is fact and what is not in the past three years anyways. And it's just a matter of this is why I'm going to support my person versus that person. And it's really just kind of sad because nothing good is going to get done. Like it's true. I forget what comedian it was that made the comment a while ago is that, this country has been set in a spot where I uh, suppose that you and I were laying down in the ground in the, in the, in the jungle and an elephant fell on top of us. Mm-hmm. And rather than us arguing about how to get this elephant off of us, we would, or, you know, figuring out a solution to get the elephant off of us. We would sure. argue about, I have a better idea to get the elephant off of us. And you would say, I have a better idea than you. Yeah. And the elephant stays on top of you. And that's really what's happened a lot where it's like, can, I can't believe that there are certain times with every candidate involved, I just want to know how you can actually. I wish I could fucking bullshit my. As a bullshit artist myself, I wish mm. I could know how you could bullshit that and actually believe it and right. 
do it on camera, especially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that especially with the Jack Dorsey thing, I mean, that was the most egregious. I mean, he was just saying how he didn't believe that his platform influenced any sort of elections. I mean, you have to know that that it does. It's even if you think that people are hacking it, even if you think that there's bots. I mean, it's 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 just insane. There's Uh, a part of it. But when again, when you have somebody that I mean, I just know from my own personal experience that maybe goes one way who I have to seek out what he has to say. Versus it actually just appearing on my timeline. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it has to be how much it's interacted with, but it's always seems like that I am right. following a very, very leftist. Uh, yeah, the Huffington Post pops up on my Facebook feed constantly. It could be because now I've kind of like commented on it. Like you all are so fucking stupid uh, because the Huffington Post is just so. I mean, they're just so blatant. And and so I, I so I think I've commented them on 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 them a few times, and I think that's why they keep popping up in my newsfeed. You know, it might not be them just trying to like push out propaganda towards me. It just could be that I just have interacted with them. So on uh, for Twitter, I have, I follow a bunch of comedians and everything like that, and yeah, you, you know, typically Ryan Schofield's yeah, one of them, obviously, yeah, right? of course, naturally. <laughs> so typically, though, they're most of them are in the West Coast and have very. Um, left-leaning uh, ideologies and whatnot, and I get sure. notifications from Twitter constantly from mm-hmm. them. So and so tweeted this. So and so tweeted this. And then the few, you know, more center, you know, leaning, right-leaning people, I get zero notifications um, on them. Now, right. I, I, I really am not checking it at all. I very, you know, I'm not. You know, super active. Maybe if more people were tweeting at me, I would. Uh, you sure. know, but you know, for the most part, I'm not. I'm not looking up one or the other. Uh, you know, at all, really. So you could definitely tell just from an untainted, you know, uh, sample there that mm-hmm. you know that that's that that's what I'm getting as far as. Uh, you know, notifications, whatnot. Well, do you follow Chris Pratt? Because that's the next thing we were going to bring up. Because you, nope, uh, no, you don't, nope. Well, I follow him on, I don't know that he has a Twitter, but I follow him on Instagram. I don't think he posts that much anymore. I mean, the guys, uh, but but you were, you wanted to bring up something. Uh, wasn't that right, Taylor, about uh, Chris Brown? No, I wanted you to break it down for me. Oh, um, well, I mean, there's a lot of people going after him now because basically he decided to bail out of a Biden fundraiser. That was, that was basically it. And then they also did all, all the Avengers did this like live table read of Endgame for Kamala Harris. She was the only guest host and and they did all this and he bowed out of that too. And he's basically done certain things like where he like had like a table full of meat because he's a big hunter and he's a big um uh 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 outdoorsman. Outdoorsman, I guess you could say fisherman. And he he's a lot like our friend Tim that's going to be on your podcast next uh week. And he basically, you know, like I think did a post of like a huge slab of meat that, that was freshly curated. It's like livers and shit like that, just all on, out on the table. And um, it was great. I mean, it was just like it was just one of those things where it's like he's a normal person. He likes to hunt. He likes to fish. He likes to be an out, outdoorsman. He likes being nice to people. He's not going to shame them for their political beliefs. Um, if I had to guess, yeah, that, that was the picture. Yeah, if you want to put that on screen, looks delicious. Yeah, and Not he's him. a huge. Not him. The meat. 
Yes, he's he's a very yeah, it, it, like look, man crush on Chris Pratt with 110%. He's uh yeah, I think he's one of the best dudes probably in Hollywood mainly because he doesn't get into the political realm because he knows he's going to get castigated like he has been. And um yeah, I mean he he's yeah, that's basically it. I mean they they did some Chris Pratt um uh like rate the Chris's and they and somebody and basically they had to take him off because a bunch of people were just dumping on him because it's a bunch of leftist people that are online just commenting and just yeah, fucking dumping on people. Well, it somebody is, uh, who's somebody who actually is. You know, I'm not. I'm, I don't hunt. I've never hunted. I, I honestly, the, you know, I was on Tim's boat the first time I caught a fish and I felt weird about you know put putting <laughs> my fucking fingers in the fucking you know to hold the it up the way yeah. you know the gills to hold up a fish the way they do. That's fine, but the thing is, is I've also seen some videos of what happens to deers when they are not shot, and it's yeah. not pretty what happens. Well, I mean, if you if you ever listen to a Joe Rogan podcast, I mean, he talks about this all the time. He's like, that deer is going to die in a horrible death. It's either, either gonna, way. The deer is either going to freeze to death, die of having food, or being a very, yeah. very easy target for bigger predators right. in the area. You're doing that deer a favor by shooting it. That's why. And, and if you're it's a actually, conscious that's hunter, actually why that. And, yeah. and, and, and here's the thing: is that like most people look at hunters now like, as, as you know being the evil, but like no, they are. They don't waste a fucking lick off that body. Like there's not people that are out there just shooting fucking things for if the sake of if shooting. They're conscious them. and they're they're really trying to you know do right by the animal. I mean, and there's most of them I think are. Yeah, I don't. I, this isn't the 1800s where we're you know killing buffalo mm. just. Uh, you know, just for the hide and leaving the rest. You, you, you know what I mean? That this is. You think that they that they don't that they don't utilize as much from the 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 animals? Is that no? I'm I'm saying that in the 1800s when we hunted buffalo to damn near extinction, right, that right. was the problem. Was they weren't utilizing. Well, you know everything well, and over hunting. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say they weren't utilizing. I think that they were just looking at this. This is a great meat source. But so by the way, if you are eating bison, oh my god, right, it's, it's amazing, delicious. It's amazing tasting. And there is something they, they, they were they weren't controlling the population. They were just trying to eliminate them because they were in their minds. We can store as much meat as forever. And there is something you know to be said about you know fasting when you are just eating meat. I mean, people can fast for for days and days and days. Like I've. One thing that's that's been kind of um, like if you ever like I mean just for anybody that watches the podcast if you've heard me cough to the side I've gotten Corona tested and all that stuff it doesn't ha- necessarily have to do with that I have something that they believe is like a hiatal hernia and I've had to eat you know basically kind of a vegan diet in a lot of ways um, stay away from meat uh, it could be a number of things I have to see a GI doctor for that but one of the things that is good about eating meat um, is the fact that if you run basically on protein and fat you can you can survive like if you get you get your body to to get used to that you can fast for 72 hours or whatever well, this is all the, I mean the, that's uh, yeah, the, the whole ketosis you know thing is that you know Right. Which is, you know, rather than just, hey, let, let me just limit my calories in and burn my calories out. I mean, that's a, such sure. a weird principle for a lot of people to take in. Well, yeah. Know? I mean, it's it's strange, but it also, I mean, you can't deny that it works to, for some people. And also, that's how people ate back when. I mean, it's not as if, like, people just harvested fucking vegetables and that's how they survived for the most part. I mean, like, back in, like, those eras of, like... uh 
God, I don't know. You can probably help me out. Yeah, I was of, looking for that that uh, the, that that term Neolithic. I was trying to search. Greg Giraldo went out about this. Is that you know you, you actually you know haunted the protein mm. that you killed. You actually had right. You didn't just you know like just walk up to it, jam a spear in it. You actually had to actively chase this thing around for miles. Maybe that's why you stayed skinny. <laughs> like, mm. but I mean, but I mean, that's basically what they survived off of. It wasn't. I mean, there was a long period of time where we just survived off of meat. I mean that was that was kind of just how we lived, and so there is something to be said about that. I mean, I don't I don't know what it is, but maybe there's something to be said about it. Do you think that be, because we're now we're we're certainly beyond a hunter gatherer mentality that you you could and I know plenty of people who are just straight vegan and they live perfectly happy healthy lives. So obviously there's something to be said about. You know, being able and they look ageless too. Like, yeah, if you ever looked so. at like I, Elijah Wood, like he looks like he's like he's in no, his forties now. But no, but here's what I go on with. I'm sorry, Taylor. I hated you know to bring you into this, but like you brought in a fucking BK fucking burger. Okay? Fuck yeah, like, brother. If, if, if the only, if the <laughs> I'm only, not saying I'm eating. If the like only that. burgers, yeah. I guarantee that if the only burgers, I mean, because I've been kind of on a more restricted lifestyle myself. Is that okay? So I don't drink as much. Yeah, I know. As I'm holding a bottle of scotch, and you know, yeah, yeah. but like I didn't have to demand like we're so overly consumed with 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 or the idea <laughs> of what, we should, what, what, what we, what we should consume is so much and just eating a burger at a at a fast food thing yeah that's not really actual food so mm-hmm. much eating, it's convenience eating natural yeah, convenience is, is definitely a thing but that's that's a real big problem is that we're we're, we're actually falsifying we're actually manipulating has anybody tried the oh no, I just thought of this. Is it somebody that that guy who did that Super Size Me movie? He did all fast food for like a month. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it was longer than that. And that's Donald Trump, basically. I mean, Donald Trump apparently just eats fast food constantly, and he beat Corona in like a day or like two days. Well, but I, even I, though he I, had, he had, I know he had better treatment. I understand. Well, that. I also saw an article that said that they were bullshitting that, like, they maybe uh, kind of falsified some. Of, some medical documents or something like that. That he even like, had corona? Well, no, I'm saying that he's that. in way in, in better shape than he actually is. No, oh, you know, oh, like, okay. I see. A hundred I mean, like one of the things I saw, like, you know, one of the one of the memes that people posted was like him like when he was out in the tennis courts and looking like a, a fat guy and I'm going, Yo, that motherfucker's in his seventies on the tennis court. Do you know how many right. fucking you know, seven year olds? Like, I'm not saying he's a poster child of help, but that becomes a way of just diminishing everything he says. Okay, well, well, he's not. Well, oh, Joe, here, yeah, well, that's the perfect dichotomy because you have Joe Biden. I would say have, this much, okay? Like, you now, granted, like, let's just say, look at Trump pre presidency versus post presidency. Look at Obama right. pre presidency. That guy looked like he fucking got AIDS or something. Like, no, he, Jesus. Christ. No, I'm just saying, is that like he was a fucking vibrant looking human being yeah. by the end? He looks like a guy who was just knocking at death's well, door. Well, that's because that's because Donald Trump could teach a class and not giving a fuck. Like, yeah, he looks more vibrant now than ever just because of the, well, maybe, maybe not, but he doesn't look like, like the presidency has torn, the presidency has torn through him the way other presidents have. But that's because he does not give a fuck. He just seems to just like have resilience that, that, uh, other people don't. And like, if you can't have respect for that, like, I mean, you can disagree with his politics, not vote for him. I, mean, I look, totally look, get look it. At these but there is pictures. a certain resilience in Donald Trump that you cannot 
replicate. Bringing it up here real quick. I, and it, it has to do with the stress as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There's, a, there, there's, a bit, there's enough of an ego there's of him. There's eight as years like, between those pictures. I mean, exactly how long... You have that on screen, right? This guy's been... Yeah. I mean, for Trump, he's been on the spotlight for a reason to hate somebody for God knows how long. I mean, every movie in the 80s is made about hating, mm-hmm. hating people like him. Like, don't hate the, you know, the fucking the 1% type. Can you find one of Donald Trump? I want to find one of Clinton. Hmm. Clinton looks like a guy Kipper who is like trash. But this is the most noticeable one here. No, yeah. no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This one right here. Obama on the left, as, as you uh, said, Ryan, is vibrant. You know, he just look. He's got energy. And then on the right, pff, forget about it. Yeah, he kind of. If you if you home. actually look, <laughs> if you look, look at, at look those, at, look, two. At, look at Slick Will. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. Even though you know those two in particular, though those Here's are the ages. One. Look at this doctored one. <laughs> 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 but I think um, I think a lot of it has to do with the age you come and come into the presidency because you know like the age between like forty five and fifty five like that's where you do most of your aging like where you're just like you go from you know sunlight and 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 you know uh, daisies to to dude, uh, somebody, you know somebody who's hurting from know. a softball I don't know what the, like wilted flowers and and everything else it, it's it's it there is a difference i think between bill clinton and barack obama because they were so, i mean i think they both are the youngest presidents to ever be elected jfk was definitely younger but but like as oh a, yeah, I think he, he didn't look as good when he died. 40. Yeah, I mean, well, I think Jesus well, they, well, all right. Well, they, then they're two and three. I know that they're two and three. If JFK was was younger than Clinton, because Clinton I thought was the youngest when he got elected, but I could be wrong. As we proved in the last podcast, uh, you know, there's uh, there's definitely room for me to be wrong. Yeah, so JFK. That's so funny. And then uh, Trump is the oldest. Yeah, and then to, you know who will be the oldest if he gets elected. Yeah, that's you know, but that's crazy. Yeah, but is uh, Barack Obama? Uh, um, one second here. Keep going. I'll, I'll look it up. I mean, well, I'm pretty it, sure but, they're two and three, but they're. Um, but yeah, Jimmy no. Carter man. is 96 years old. Yeah, he's a, well. He had a health scare recently. I think he went to the hospital. Well, when you're 96 was, years old, you can have a health scare every day. You is fucking a gift. wake up every day yeah. is a health scare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm every fucking, time you go to bed is a health scare. I'm 35. Uh, every so, time you shut your eye, I'm 35. And sometimes um, when I pee, it burns. I mean, that's a health scare, you know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, and then yeah. Anyways, so. I forget what we were talking about. Were we? So the Asian presidents, but as I was going on with you know, as far as was, you know, how much takes tolls. So like about? Trump seems like he's been like the most. I mean, whether or not he actually had COVID, which is what actually people want to even argue, but like he was dancing on stage a couple of years later. I mean, he still has the energy, and even still in the debates, he still gives it. And I think that actually, well, one, he's going to be one, one of the of best the- things that ever happened for him was in the last debate where they they put the mute button off because okay, it stopped him from being perceived as being an asshole for cutting off Joe Biden every two seconds, but he fucking still right has his fucking fastball right, and well, he's well, yeah for sure, and he also has like. He's not going to be one of these guys that goes quietly into the night. And and dad, if you're listening to this, that's actually an inside joke. But he's not going to be one of these guys that goes quietly into the night. He's going to be one of these guys that just one day just kills over from a heart attack because he's just going to work. He's going to work and he's just going to keep walking, doing his thing, and then he's just going to be done. And that's oh, And that's a great way to live, I think. 
personal. No, I mean, actually, I listened to it because Adam Carolla has had him on his podcast before, and, and Carolla was actually hmm. on The Apprentice as somebody once upon a time for, and like, oh wow, and whether he was being genuine or not, like, honestly, I don't know what Trump's level of comprehension is to the outside world. Like, I, for all I know, I don't think he knows what Twitter actually is. <laughs> like, you oh know, yeah. Like, well, like, I think. <laughs> Well, it's like that that joke in the office where they were like, uh, yeah, yeah where it's like Creed, and he's like, he's just, I just opened up a Word document, and he just keeps typing, like that's Creed somebody blog. should do. Yeah, that's yeah. the Creed blog thing. He's like, yeah, check yeah, out yeah. my blog, man. Um, real uh, quick, just to go back to uh, what we were talking about here, I don't know why. I think the, actually, I know it's commonly thought of as JFK, but looks to be Theodore Roosevelt was the youngest. All right, so first Holy off, shit. I heard one of the greatest stories about. So who, where? I just want to find out where where they're, Barack Obama. They're up, and, you know. They're they're because I want to say seven and forty six for um, uh, Obama right. and Clinton uh, as far as uh, JFK was definitely. And I need to speak about my aunt Teddy afterwards. So let me, and then we got what's the other? So we got forty six, forty seven. Theodore Roosevelt right here, forty two. Right. Um, you know Grover Cleveland, forty seven. We got Ulysses S. Grant, forty six as well. Seems like forty six, forty seven. That was also back in the day when the median age. Well, was, yeah. I mean, look know, at so I, I say Theodore Roosevelt was forty two, youngest one. He died at sixty. Right. right. So, so so Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. to give you an idea about him, first off, he's the only ginger president, so obviously I have to have a little bit of a soft spot for him, but I believe it was said about him is that somebody said they wanted to kill him, and he mm. said, well, let him let me know what his schedule is so we can find a good time to meet. Like, you yeah. know, like, kind of like, <laughs> I, like I you mean, know, the, like, the, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt's, you know, the, you know, his diplomacy, it was a little bit different, was, you know, he was the one that said, walk softly, walk tall, yeah, walk tall, and carry, softly, and carry, and carry a, big a big stick. stick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, and, and, you know, have you guys ever like really tried to internalize that? Like the median, like when Theodore Roosevelt was president and he obviously died at 60. Have you ever internalized that? Like, you know, back when, cause it wasn't that long ago. You're think you're talking maybe a hundred years ago or something like well, that. Where yeah, the, I mean, he where died the age, 1909. Right. So a hundred years ago where the median age was like, you know, now people are talking about like, you just brought up Jimmy Carter. He's, he's 94. Yeah, you or say whatever. that, but John Adams lived to be 90 years old. Yeah. I understand you're, you're, you're not wrong. The median age is right. Okay, but, gone yeah, up. Well, I mean, if you what internalize did he, what it, did he have to deal with versus, okay, everything. I don't know like, the rigors of being a president in general. Like, no, but the, the, there was such a, right. he, the, the foundation I've been laid out by, by, by Washington before him, he did not have as much to do to maintain. And at yeah. that point in time, that was the 13 colonies. Okay. You had that much little of area to, to maintain. Once you started getting to where we actually became a full nation, the full United States, the entire you know map that we have now, that's mm-hmm. a little bit of a bigger deal. See, to if accomplish. Griffin was on here, he'd be like, "Let me tell you how we became the." Well, yeah, and I, I would say, and, 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 and I would say, yeah, you're I could be about out, a whole bunch of horrible shit that happened. I could yeah. be out of line here, but obviously, Andrew Jackson is, was president during the Louisiana Purchase, so that was the true great, you know, first kind of sure. great expanse, and then. Uh, you know, we had um, the westward expansion. Uh, why can't I think of it? Manifest which, I mean, Destiny? But, but, yeah, yeah. But by the way, know. before we get to the, when you mentioned the Louisiana Purchase again, I'm sorry that a lot of things. You know, this happened with Columbus Day. If that now Columbus, you know, Indigenous we, Peoples Day, Indigenous Peoples mm-hmm. Day. We we make believe like that when we came here, it was just a nation of a tribe sitting in a circle, just you know, holding hands, and life was great. Like they weren't mm. fucking massacring each other worse than we could possibly ever imagine. Sure. 
Sure. I mean, and, there's... And also, and also make it seem like that there wasn't ever a single existence in the, in, in all of history, in every right. fucking world, that, that did not occur. Like, as to cite the great George Carlin, every time you see a border, okay, you know what that is? Mm-hmm. That represents the, the mark where two sides just got tired of fighting each other. So sure. everything has always been... It, blood and violence has taken over everything. I mean... Thankfully, God, you know, we're not as religious as we used to be because more people have died in the name of God than any other reason on the face of this earth. And if anyone wants to question me on that one, then you'll end up as worse than the guy last time who questioned me on that one. Oh, well, you got to you got to elaborate on that story. Wait, wait, it was just some guy who maybe, you know, was upset that I may have been, you know, possibly spending the night with the lady that he wanted to spend the night with. But, you know, then <laughs> some tells I knew something It wasn't just about God. It had to do something about... Well, because, well, about. he was like, he, he, he started getting political and I was like, hey, you know, like, there's, there's, really, you shouldn't talk politics or religion at right. this hour just because, and he's like, well, why not? And I was like, well, why wouldn't we talk religion? I'm like, well, because more people have been killed for their religious beliefs than any other reason on earth. And then he said, well, how can you justify that statement? And I was like, really? What? You, you ever heard of these things called the Crusades? You ever heard of the Holocaust? Yeah, ex- exactly. Like- you ever heard of this whole thing that there's actually still people like it? I'm Irish. You ever know that there's like actually Ireland is a bigger country, right. but there's two sides based on whether Protestant or Catholic is better. Like, or the fact of that 9/11 right. happened because eventually we we we, we you know worship an inferior God or whatever. I, I don't know. Like there, but there's a but do you not, of, do you not think that that's that's kind of the beauty of of America, freedom, religion? You know, you know that's that sort of stuff. I mean, that's that's um you know look, I, I just don't. Like every time, like I, like I, I watch Bill Maher for a little bit of my liberal tinge, if I want to go that way. And he's obviously he did a documentary called Religious and and all this other stuff. You know, he's very vehemently against all sorts of religions. He's even vehemently against people calling themselves agnostic because they just claim the fact that they don't know and maybe they're more spiritual. He just believes that no, you're an atheist. You, you don't believe in anything. And and he's uh and and so I guess my point is is that he one of the main things that he talks about is um how you know, religion has caused all the wars, caused all these other things. Yes, men did too. And they all had religious tinges. And I believe that, you know, there were certain monarchies that had, you know, just speaking of one, but, but, you know, just certain, you know, eras in time where people ruled based on religion. And that was not, that's not the case. There's an entire, you know, there's an entire, I mean, that's what a religious oligarchy you know, yes. Yeah. So it's, I will say this is a, you know I'm not I'm not head sure of the, if, head of the church is head of state. I mean the Queen of England. I might be is the, the head person, of the Church of England. I might be so. the only person to make this statement in this room. Is anyone else here a confirmed Catholic? Nope. Okay. Nope. I will tell you right now that that is a fucking hell of an organization. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just I'll just I'll just leave it at that one because they if you look through history if you're you know they yeah. have suppressed. The advancements of mankind so much, right? If well, I also so believe. Long. I believe that you know a lot of these religions change. I mean, like, look, political pressure is felt by everyone, and like even even well, like when you're. Wait, well, let me sorry. get this one thing out. No, you're fine. Um, 
But, I mean, I think Taylor could actually speak to this a little bit more. He's a little bit more versed on history. I know he's a big history buff. But, you know, I mean, a lot of times these, these I mean, he even brought up in the last podcast about how the Pope is now for gay marriage and, and all that stuff, which I'm definitely Whatever helps business. Well, yeah, but well, it does become, it, it does become that. Is that what you're speaking about? About how a lot of times they just change with the the flow of, of it's not happening. the way it was i mean it was not the way it was before i mean you got to realize i mean like nicholas copernicus because i was i was a guy who went through mm. fucking the whole thing i was an altar boy confirmed catholic sure. and i was vilified the entire time because i asked questions and questions are not cool yeah and the catholic church really really <laughs> ran the world for a long period of time I mean, if you want to look you know through a lot of the 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 dark ages i believe they call them you know them like the well, certainly it's, during the you know times of the Inquisition and everything, there was you know you're absolutely right. The, but then, the, but then they the, also you know, really the Roman you know, Catholic Church has held a considerable place of power for a long time. It was there was a time when you know the Holy Roman Emperor was confirmed by the Pope, and without you know without their support, there's been you know there's been empires that have fallen because they don't have the support of the Church. You know, and, alliances right. are made. It gets a little, yeah, it gets a little crazy. And as I believe the whole thing was, is that when it all stemmed down to it, is that you had this transitional period where it's it's funny is that religion will never acknowledge this, but like evolution did happen. And there was a point in time where there was, you know, Neanderthal and it became more primitive man. Mm-hmm. And you had this whole thing of, okay, like, let's just face it. Smaller guys like myself tend to be more intelligent than the fucking the, the Neanderthals like Nesbitt over mm-hmm. here. Well, but yeah. like, you know, like, how is it possible? Is that how it works? No, but I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> but it's like, okay, like, you know, when there's this smaller, more intelligent, you know, thinks outside the box man, there's basically still caveman. How do I control him from not taking my food, not having my way with my wife? I get it. Right. I'll put the fear of God in him. And the fear of God was put into mm. a lot of people, and I believe that that put a lot of control in people because, I mean, like, <laughs> look at how long people existed under that fear of God. Look how many people went to right. their death under the guise of God. I mean, whether you look even now with the Muslims, you know, like what you would say, you know, like, there are sure. people that believe that they are serving their God. You know, even the Japanese during World War II, the kamikazes, serving their God. You know, it's it's all a thing, and now it's like, sure. is it not really so much of a thing anymore? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or was it all just... A little bit of brainwashing and what happens again like where you have as i mentioned during you know the the renaissance period you had a guy like nicholas copernicus who basically disproved all the theories of gravity disproved that the world he before they thought the earth was the center of the universe and he's like no no no, the sun's the center of our universe and him doing that got him fucking excommunicated he locked his ass up yeah, and even though he sure. had all sound and logic, and that's just how dangerous that organization was, is that you lived under this. Where again, the way to control people was to put the fear of something into them. That's why I look at the answer to the Machiavellian complex: is it better to be fear or loved? Is you? It's better to be feared. Yeah. So real quick, I I, I wanted to touch on like you know the reasoning behind religious. Um, Un- religions, rather, unwillingness to accept uh, science is because the entire, you know, obviously it's for control and everything, but how many people look back on their religion for an explanation to the unknown? You can go to, like, polytheistic religions where it's like, well, that lightning storm is because Zeus is pissed off right now, and so sure. he's chucking thunderbolts, you know? Um, 
you know, the, the, the floods, that they're, they're praying for crops, you know, they were ignorant to the way that things worked. And so to, and people don't like to not know things, not understand things. Right. It provides right. comfort and into the unknown. Exactly. Exactly. But, 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 but with that comes control. I, I, I yeah, if you're, if well, you're I mean, the, like at that point in time where there was so much unknown, because you got to realize again, like there was people that there was a transitional period of like, it's tough for us to explain because of the idea that evolution existed, but there was a point in time where you had Neanderthal and primitive man walking at the same point in time. And how did they control them? Cause these guys were just out there just going to just bag and tag whatever they saw. Well, don't touch my wife. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's funny too, because my uncle, is it funny? Well, no, it's not funny at all. You can tell you're the comedian, so you can tell me, you know, you haven't been very funny on this podcast. I mean, I can, I mean, I, you guess yeah. now that I'm getting, you know, encouraged to be, but yeah, no, you should. I mean, I thought, the, bag, I thought the bag of a tag of line. Oh, uh, five, four, four, eight. Um, so that's a neat little trick there, Taylor. You actually, yeah, good job. Uh, anyways, so no, but I have, um, Gosh, what was he going to say? I, I, you know, I have sympathy for religion. My my uncle is a is a minister, uh, or not, or he's a yeah, he's a minister, and he, um, and my dad is religious, and we had actually like a conversation not too long ago about how he kind of was like, you know, I'm not denying evolution, I'm not denying. He's like, look at the moon, you see craters in the moon that happened a long ass time as time ago like as much as possible fossils that that's it they, like people have crazy theories about fossils look at the moon i mean there's craters on the moon that we know are you know years and years and years old and it's like you're not like he's a religious person but he's not he's not denying any sort of science behind it and also people have a great feeling of the teachings of the bible and there are certain things that are very morally it's you like, know, uh, if you, if you good go, if you about go, the Bible. If you go through I mean, the Bible and you live life that way, you're not living a bad life. One hundred. But just yeah, don't 100%. just don't say that this is the you know the end all be all of this. And <coughs> yeah, again, like, I guess maybe the irony of this is all is me, you know, talking about religion. I guess is maybe the. the, the I mean, look, I'm not I'm not a religious scholar by any means. <laughs> I, no, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, it's just something where it's like I, it's, I always go on is that like you know like where I would fall into the agnostic statement that was made earlier is. I believe that there was something that was it's the the life we live is well beyond our comprehension. And that was the the story that was told. And I say the story because it made life a lot easier for people. Mm. Now I do not believe in that story per se, but I do believe in there is something much. It, it would be asinine yeah. to not believe there's not something more than us or even some point. Like even that we and have, that's where I've kind of said that I'm a, Taylor. You, yeah. I, I'm curious where you are. I mean, just because I, I have said on numerous occasions that I'm agnostic and your brother had an interesting definition yes, of I've, two because he had said, did, did you listen to this? Yes. Part? So he said that we had this conversation before and we did at your house, uh, me and him did. And he said it was um, atheism. Gosh, do you got, do you remember what he said? Nope. He said, okay, so atheism basically is the absence of belief but we just don't know and basically everybody's an atheist i think is what he said something along the something along those lines i, I just wanted to touch back on the, the real, real quick the just the idea of 
you're absolutely correct in the sense that living your life by the Bible, Quran, the Torah, whatever, I'm sure there are morally speaking good things in there. It's a pretty common theme. Don't kill people. Uh, you know, right. don't, uh, you know, should steal, don't, you know, just normal things. But that, those are all, you might as well just compare those two laws because the, you know, people, everybody was reading some, or maybe not reading, but being told some sort of religious text. So it was a way to enforce, you know, some control, you know, a, 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 so, so there's it's, not it's, anarchy it's going. with what I was saying. I, right, yeah, right, but do you think but, that's a good, do you, do you think that was a good thing? And absolutely, I think that is a good thing. Now, yeah. where, where I find issue, where I take umbrage, uh, is the fact when people are quoting some, you know, line from, again, whatever religious text you're talking about here, I'm, I'm being all inclusive, that is so outdated and, mm-hmm. like, just is not... I mean, there, there, there's a line, um, I forget, There's it's, a, it's in, they talk about in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where this black guy is basically like saying, oh, that's cool, you're not for gay marriage? All right, well, let me read you this little 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 ditty here. If you beat your slave, but not enough to kill him, that's okay. And I'm, I'm summarizing here. But it's like, well, obviously, you you cannot take everything that is said in a book that's, I don't know. 2000 years old, you know, mm-hmm. a little, probably less than that, but you know, you can't take that literally. You, you so, know, you cannot take right. every single so, word so there you, verbatim. Uh, uh, let me add, let, let me go back before you start. Let me let me go back to the original. <laughs> well, cuz I learned from Griffin. I got to I got to I got to use that on Griffin a few times. No, but um no, you're uh the original question, what are you? What what am are I? you religious oh, or no, you? No, I'm definitely not religious. No. Right, right. I was raised Protestant. I'm, sure. just, I'm as about as waspy as you they come. You fucking James. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're yeah. James. So you were raised Protestant. Is your is yeah. your is your family still your mother Hell or your no. father? Hell no. 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 My oh, dad no. was right. Like my my paternal grandmother um, was like fresh off the boat Italian. So you know she was definitely. My dad went to a Catholic school. Um, and but typically children inherit the religious beliefs of the mother. Uh, and my mom is like basically straight up fucking pilgrims. Um, your mom is my mom is essentially right fresh off the uh the Mayflower. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, we I, I like to well, whatever, I'll tell you guys this joke later. Um, oh, is it all right? Yeah, regarding regarding my significant other and everything, it's a pretty good joke. Uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> but um, she is she's yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I just want to say that, okay. Right. So, um, yeah, we were definitely raised, um, you know, super waspy and everything, but. You know, as we got older, and it was more of a, it was just a hassle. You know, it sure. was like, a, you know, we don't, we, we weren't really, we were doing it just to almost appease my grandmother. You know, and then that's what, it's just exactly what I did. Yeah. As far as you, you know, that's, that's how it is, you know. So, mm-hmm. and if you, are you asking me, I, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you, Ryan. I would, I truly believe that there, hell, it could be a super smart alien race, it could be some otherworldly power. Um, I have no idea, but we would be foolish to think in the great scope of not only the Milky Way galaxy, sure, but the entire, you know, sp- 
entire spectrum. Oh yeah, uh, that, uh, there has to be something. So well, even is, even the stuff that was released by by the Pentagon with like we know that there's certain things that are out there that we just don't that, that we just don't we can't know. comprehend. Right. I would also like to point out to 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 believe if that if we were to meet our makers, so to say, you know. Um, there's no way we would be able to comprehend the scope and level of these beings. Okay, sure. it's like the old adage: if you if you could um, teach a lion or a dog, whatever, you could teach an animal the English language, they still wouldn't understand you because your frame of reference is so they they don't know what any of the terms you're using would be. They might understand right. it, but they haven't a clue what, 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 what they mean. And they, they so, think completely differently. Mm-hmm. So here's one other thing. And I had a really, 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 really smart guy explain this to me. <laughs> Do we know the smart guy? No, no. Okay. This is this is back in the day. He's actually okay. like an astro. He, he's never he's, like, he's never been around as uh, yeah. smart. He, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I was he, thinking he was talking about me. No, uh, he's uh, he's like a physicist of some yeah. some sort. And um, he, he broke it down to me like this, and he just used this as an example. Like, all right, so take the take an ant, right? An mm-hmm. ant looking up at us. Can you really like? Do you understand that that ant sees only two dimensions of you? They, sure. they, they cannot comprehend the depth, height, and width. You know what I'm saying? They only literally see you on two dimensions, right? Well, there's a line. There's a line you, in the. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That, that makes sense. Okay. There's, a, there's a line in, um, not to, yeah, the great, uh, you know, of Marvel, the great auditors of, or sure, auditors sure. of Marvel, yeah. where, where Loki says in the first Avengers movie, he goes, he, he said something along the lines, or Nick Fury says something to Loki, and then he goes, he, or no, Nick Fury says, we don't have a quarrel with your kind. And then he goes, an ant doesn't have a quarrel with a boot. Right. And so, and that, that's a, yes, that's a quote about an ant, but that's not exactly where I was going with that. But that's, but that's, like, well, I mean, but, but I mean, their universe is so small. Correct. So that. Okay, so yes, that's yes. that's that's what I thought. That's yes. That is kind of where I'm going. Whereas, like, so so that so that. And I'm so being hyperbolic. Well, no, I'm being very hyperbolic yeah, yeah, about yeah, this but, example yeah, yeah. in the sense of we're talking about just a physical difference, right? Sure. But we're we're pretty, you know, smart people for you know not just us. We're talking about. I'm saying the human race is, for all intents and purposes, the smartest race on the entire planet. Right? We rule the the, the planet. But no, if no, dolphins we were, are having sex if, without dating, just like well, we are. Yeah, too, right? so. <laughs> if we were yeah. to meet, <laughs> they get every hot chick jumping on them. So let's, if we were let's, to meet, let's, a let's crea- not say uh, the dolphins don't have us beat. Uh, but. A, a creator <laughs> of some kind, we quite literally wrong, would not have <laughs> the the <laughs> mental capacity to understand them, to understand goals, what they did, whatever for. Like it would be completely and totally beyond us. So to think that. Um, we could understand a quote unquote God is 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 vanity in its fullest extent. Sure, so, like you, so, you 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 honestly think that we're that great that we could understand somebody who could snap? I hate if you believe that there's a God where that he snapped his fingers and a week later everything was there. You know, in seven days in the Book of Genesis, God created everything in seven days. If you think yeah. that there was a being out there powerful enough to do that, and that you could. First off, be on a, like a first name basis with them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I'm just saying, like it's 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 so like well, one vain of the to, to think that well we one are of the common of themes is that everybody thinks that God's going to come to Earth in their lifetime. It Do you realize like how some people? Which is so crazy to me because right. 
No, I think if we look at again, the, that Jesus is going to come back. If, to if we look at the scope of, well, yeah, if we look at the way, scope of the universe, not a, right? Can we're, I just we're a speck. Can, can we're I just a speck. This, this, All right, a, this hey, has been turn, a point. Turn, turn your mic down a little bit. This has been a point I've been trying to shoot hard in here for a while. Is that? And I hate referencing this movie, even though I could definitely talk about this movie for an entire episode on the salt. But the movie Contact, okay? Is oh, hell yeah. I saw that a okay. long time and ago, they but I do Matthew know McConaughey, it's a good movie, Even yeah. though he's banging Jodie Foster. By the way, banging Jodie Foster is probably not a bad way to go through life. But um, <laughs> he was—he mentions, and he's you know, and she's probably thinking because hey, this—I've been giving this guy some hot poon for a while. Like he's not right. gonna grill me so hard. But he asked her, "Is like, do you believe in God?" And the fact of the matter is that the majority of the people on this earth believe in fucking God. Mm-hmm. So, U.S., you have to actually accept the God-given principles, I guess, to an extent, even though it's a different God. But you can't dismiss religious beliefs in imparting into things when well, it's think, actually so important I think to a, so a many very, people. A very good uh, reason for that, and I think that there there is a good reason for that, is that there are so many people in dire straits and also locked up and and a bunch of other things and when you're put against that sort of it, when you're put against you know that sort of whatever you're 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 overwhelming there, doom right you, know, you're, yes. you there is some solace in believing in a god 100%. is there not Yep. Yeah. So there's. It provides, so co- it provides comfort to the unknown. That's what. That's what the yeah. point of religion was. That's what I was, was saying. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. But like now, like where it's like again, like where people grew up, God fearing, not God loving. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I right. just want to okay. like. Yeah. No. No. That 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 makes a lot of sense. When our lives were like, uh, we brought the, this all stems. By the way, I think just from the begin, I did not expect it to go here, but but facts. from. <laughs> Thanks. From uh, us just talking about life expectancy of presidents. So I just want to like just say, and I've, yeah. I know I've said this before. So the fact that Trump is still alive means vote him again because Biden doesn't belong here. Yikes. I just no, want to say, like, you know, like as far as like scope but. and scale of everything, you know, and we you could take this as how however you want it, but the entire planet Earth, all seven and a half billion lives. Mm-hmm. An asteroid could strike this, much like uh, Deep Impact, or or or, or what's Deep it? Impact actually yeah. does hit. Yeah, no, Armageddon yeah. it does not. And in Armageddon, you know, uh, well, a little bit. Michael Bay. And if we don't do Armageddon, then, then why are you doing your podcast? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. my point is though that <laughs> listen, uh, a, a Corona from the sun could incinerate the entire planet. What uh, is a Corona? Just, it's just like so a big flare type. Okay, thing. it's a All shitty right. beer from Mexico. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> My point is here that the entirety of our planet could be snuffed out in the snap of our fingers. We could be all thanos And guess what? Mm-hmm. The universe would keep on keeping on. Right. We're yeah, all it's... such an insignificant little blip so that if you think that there's an all-knowing power out there that's going to save us and everything, I'm telling you right now, it's a very nihilistic view, but the universe doesn't care. The, just to bring it back to the quote you just said there, you know mm-hmm. the the boot doesn't quarrel, or the ant doesn't quarrel with the boot. Guess what? The lion doesn't fucking really quarrel with the gazelle, but it it, it that's what it is. Na- nature and, sure. and life is brutal as shit. Well, I mean, and and it, it also Carl 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 yeah. went way deeper than this before. I mean, it's simply well, he said the best. The planet is fine. The people are fucked. And his his idea behind that was that okay, maybe we will 
you know, make life unsustainable for mm-hmm. human beings on this planet, but we're making something the earth ends as well too. It's like, no, like when you say that you're just saying, we're not going to have a, a world for that. I want to live in. Sure. And yet the same people that fucking talk about climate control seem to own fucking houses on fucking beachfront property, which is, you know, right. quite ironic to me because if this thing is really going to happen, because nobody uses context in these studies. Like when someone says, oh, based on this model, New York State should be under, New York City should be underwater. Um, sure. New York City should already be underwater. You're, right. you're, but guess what? There's a thing called human technology. And all these studies, all they do is they take all the context out of them <laughs> and tell people the doomsday scenario. But there is this thing called technology that human beings do apply to it that make things okay. Well, the only thing... Okay, now we're venturing into a whole different... And by the way, Taylor, I just want to say you are the only sober one on this podcast, I think, just because we've gone through a half a bottle of doers in yeah, an hour. Yeah. Uh, no, no, fuck, but, no, fuck um, that. I'm, I'm, I'm as sober as I've ever been. I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh my God. Let's do it. All right. Uh, but anyways, uh, so... I guess the only argument, like this is definitely, uh, um, this is something that we never brought up with, with uh, Griffin and, you know, it's um, definitely a more, because he had, he said to me that he had a tough time nailing me down because I had some more liberal views. Uh, this is one subject where I definitely am probably on a little bit more of the conservative side, only in the fact of that I don't deny about glo- like like uh, global warming and like things that, that that you know are like you just mentioned New York City being underwater. I don't deny that and I don't deny our contribution to it, but I do believe that it's become extremely politicized as to when this will like like somehow we're going to be in underwater in 12 years. It would help That's out a lot. Be- it would help out a lot of a lot of people in the uh in our local politics I would say or Proximity wise, you know, the places where the windmills are up, it would help sure. me if they were not invested in by Democrats. You know, that that would be it. That would help me. What out a the wind? What, what, what do you mean? The windmills? A lot, a lot, a lot of people that are, I think Cuomo has a lot of investments in windmills. Oh, I, mean, I, 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 mean, I don't know. I have to say this all as you know, speculation, but I do remember coming across finding out that it was mostly a left wing that pushed, you know, all these things and that they were also the ones invested in that technology. Well, that might be the, I, I think the argument, I think the reason why they, anybody, and I think that's kind of a conspiracy in some, in some degree, but I think that that, the reason why anybody would say that is because if anybody was serious about uh, renewable energy, uh, things of that nature to move us away from fossil fuels would be um, uh, nuclear. And the, and when you look at the Green New Deal, especially, I don't know how it's changed since then, but in, at least in the first iteration of it, no talk of nuclear. It was always nuclear. it was always a cudgel. It was always a cudgel to to put in more socialist views. Put it this way, I would and compare, that was I compare nuclear yeah. technology as the idea of okay, I drive home drunk versus I get into an Uber that might massacre me. Sure, most likely than not. I'm going to have a bad opportunity if I drive home. Okay. On these, sure. On those regards, there might be the one in a hundred chance that the Uber driver turns into the serial killer, but more times than not, that's when it's <laughs> going to be okay. Um, nuclear technology is proven to be the best, least, least you know, harmful on the well, environment. Well, people, people but always. But because, because it, honestly, Chernobyl fucking didn't do any favors, but it was showing what can happen when but it that goes was wrong. A, but, the, you know, we got to. But, but it, show, it shows what happened go yeah. wrong. Okay. If this goes wrong, it goes wrong horribly. But there's such a low proximity of it going wrong. But most sure. people are scared of what the worst is versus what the best is. Where it's like, okay, wait, we have cheaper, more efficient. Well, energy. even if even if you th- were to think that 
you know, it's dangerous to have nuclear, you know, do, do nuclear is it's, 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 um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, of course it's dangerous, but, but at the same time to not even mention it and to not even consider it would be a little bit, you can tell that there's other political agendas. My, my whole point is, is that there is, there is a political agenda around, not and once again this isn't denying global warming this is just saying around the movement of global warming saying that 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 uh you know that we're going to be like like uh, florida is going to be underwater in 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 uh 12 years that's i i show me the proof uh, honestly i have not well, seen no, any no. Proof is it, is going on? Is it, so i i new, need new york to city know. should be underwater based on every one of those models but there's this thing called modern technology that well actually- there was well, no. Well, more or less, it has to do with like like back when they did. Um, God, what's the inconvenient truth? Old Al Gore. Uh, he did. Um, you're about to ready to type me a secret love letter. There. Uh, Got to wrap this up. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to read it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> he's got he's got things to do. I understand that. How far in are we? Oh, we're definitely, we're definitely, we're definitely, we're definitely over an hour. We're balls deep. Okay. At this what point. do you, wait, before we, before we end this, uh, what do you think? Uh, 130. Uh, 130. Wow. Yep. Uh, wow. We're, I didn't think we started at six, really. Six o'clock. Um, I know that was yep. our plan. Probably was uh, you got it. Uh, so what do you, but I want to hear your thoughts on this a little bit, Taylor. Okay. Yeah. On global warming. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's happening. It's real. Is it being politicized? Of course. Do I get annoyed when people don't properly break down boxes and throw them in the recycling bin at work and instead throw it all in the dumpster because they're too fucking lazy to do it? Yeah. It annoys the shit out of me. Um, sure. Is that, is that a global that, warming thing or is that just no, an I just annoyance? think that's, that's I a just, person. No, I'm with Taylor on that, this That's one. a recycling it's thing. Just, it's just, just okay, I, right. I, I have never once hugged a tree and made love to it. But, like, guess what? Like, when I drink my numerous fucking cans i make sure they end up in a recyclable environment yeah you know? sure, that, that's sure. just you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i don't go i, I, I mean like, a, I, I don't go picking up shit off the streets and putting it there but i make do, sure this do stuff- i think that nuclear is definitely the way to go absolutely it's the yeah. way to go you know that my biggest issue with you know talking about you drive a hybrid or like a tesla or whatever well sure. guess where that electricity is coming from it's not windmills and yeah. it's not it's coal you know, you so I mean, by, it, it by was, driving around your car that's powered by electricity and not gas. It, it, guess what? You're still getting that electricity from from right. somewhere from yeah, a, you yeah. know. So it's not yes, it, it, that is a cliche. If, if the only way that we could really do it is if we could build enough windmills, which is windmills are so inefficient. They uh, are. It, there's it's just no, really like yeah. the solar. Yeah. You'd have to combine windmills, solar, and you know, like if we all had a Hoover Dam, you know, that would work. But unfortunately, sure. you know, even damming stuff is not the the best for an environment. You know, it's right, just, right. there's no, there's no, the only way to truly go clean is to live a super green life is to, to not have the, um, the finer uh, things in life. Like, you know, sure. your simple electricity, your nice comfy bed, your, your, your sheets, right. your washing machine, your dishwasher, and, your microwave. And the people that are banging on, are banging on about uh, global warming aren't giving that shit up. Yeah, they're gonna, they're going to sell. That's fly, that's they're, that, they're, that's they're, the they're most infuriating pri- they're gonna, thing they're gonna fly private. about that. 
They're going to fly private. They're going to have their Ford, yachts. Harrison Ford, a guy who is actually been ill. How, are you, how, how is his levels, by the way, Taylor? <laughs> like, all right. There are. <laughs> Harrison Ford actually is a guy who has almost killed himself in plane crashes numerous Couple times. Of times. Yeah. 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 Spoke yeah, yeah. out about the abuse of fossil fuels. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but wait a second. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, did, how does that private plane of yours, uh, you know, right. you know, gain motion? Uh, yeah. 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 Is, you got, is that the hyperdrive? Apparently. Is that the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> is that what we're talking here? You know? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, there, there's, and then, you know, I, I, Leonardo DiCaprio with no shame, despite what bad press he gets for, for doing this. He continues to have his private yachts. He continues to have his private, uh, um, uh, you know, airplanes where he travels to, you know, whatever. God, I'm blanking on the 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 summit. Um, you know about global G6. warming. G six summit. E six G six. Well, and, yeah, and then you have. I mean, there's obviously okay. The 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 problem here is the. It's the extremes. Once again, we're talking about the extremes that are getting the most sure. vocal of things. Like, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what some sophomore in high school, Greta Thunberg, <laughs> whatever, you know, shame on you, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of my face, How little girl. Dare like, you? Yeah, like, that's yeah. ridiculous. You know, like, when you're, using honestly, that as, when like, you're at the age child. where you're under it, <laughs> the point here is that obviously there is, of course, the, you know, the, the, the much more quiet, individuals who are not going crazy with it that are trying to you know be as environmentally conscientious as possible but then you're going to have people who are just straight up like denying it and it's like well that's 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 just crazy talk you're denying science there right but then of course on the other camp you're going to have people who are like in the next six months the plant the every forest is going to be on fire right. and you know i mean it's, it's doomsday well then, then that also exacerbates uh, the other side if you if you go too far or too hard in the paint on on one side like and then they act all surprised and they 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 malign you and say like like you're denying you're denying scientific fact it's like no you're making up your own facts at this point we're we're I'm not denying like or, I know plenty or, of wait, let me just finish sorry. there's there's you know there you know most of the conservatives that I know aside for a few of them believe in global warming they just don't believe in in hamstringing us as a society about it when their their solutions are kind of bunk and they're not you know uh they they're, they're making these claims unsubstantiated like, like the 12 context. years the 12 year the well the 12 year thing about Florida being underwater I think that was one thing that AOC's I don't quote me on it I I I'll have to look that up but but there are certain things that they've said where it doesn't quite it doesn't quite jive, man. Sure. And, and then if you say and if you say anything different, you are you are the problem. Sure, you the are enemy. the yeah. You're I'm the gonna enemy. I'm gonna uh, leave the um, the discussion here for a bit. I just want to touch on one last thing. You brought her up a second time, AOC. Sure. And say what you will about her, right? John's got it for her. She's pretty foxy. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's something. Pretty, I thought you were kinda, going to say something intelligent. No, she said. no, I was she's kind of hot. You know, she's no, kind of she hot. Is, you know? she, she is. So she is. I, my my thoughts on AOC. Her is, and ACB apparently from the last podcast. Do you remember when oh, I said that? Man, yeah, dude. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. On AOC, the, two, is, the the older and the younger. You know, I my could, thought I on AOC is that she would wake up the next day like she was a bartender from the night before, going, "Oh, I fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Probably. not fucked up because she is like the poster child for 
you know, her movement. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, she's not any, like anybody. Yes. If you think that she's qualified. Well, she said, well, yeah, but she's not, she's not going away. You have to come to terms with that. She is not going away. She is the poster child of this movement. And she is just, she's going to be the, um, God, what's that? What's that feminist name? I, I was trying to, trying to come up with it, but, um, yeah, yeah, it starts with an E. Maybe not. Mull it over, John. Anyways, anyways, sorry. I just, anyways, so I, I know Taylor's trying to get out of here, but look, um, yeah, no, 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 but she's not going anywhere. Um, and we would be foolish to think that she is, uh, you know, and she she's become more refined, actually, I think, in the last couple of years, too. She's actually not made as many mistakes as far as the way that she's misspoke uh, when she first got elected. Uh, I definitely agree with her on virtually, or I'm sorry, disagree with her on virtually everything. Um, but, you know, she's not going away. Um, but I think wait, you have something to say. No, I'm just saying she's very ignorant as the ways that she got to be the way that she was. As far as her being more her, socialist and no, her, being, being, her, her being able to have the platform that she has, I think she, you know, kind of forgets. Well, that. yeah, I mean, she came kind from forgets, being kind of forgets all the great parts about this country that allowed her to be who she is. Well, of course, she came from being a bartender to becoming uh, uh, United let's States. Let's face it. If it wasn't in the social media age, if there was just no, I mean, because let's face it. I mean, she's you know she, she she's an attractive woman. If sure. she was not, because there's definitely a portion of undecided younger male voters that probably go with her because they probably <laughs> actually just the way they think. If I like her status, I might. If I no, if I, I actually vote for think, her, she might actually know that I, I think like it's her. more or less uh, because it's more or less young girls who post her stuff. Like like if you're dating a girl like that, that that's posting her shit. It's like you, it's gonna be like you're gonna be that much a, a, you know apt to I guess vote for her because she's uh, you know your girl is so into. So her, my biggest thing is I go on with people like this, and I guess I can wrap my portion of this up is that. Once you inject, and this is where it's not a bad thing about a lot of people that are involved in politics, especially younger people, is when you involve emotion into it. Yeah, that's great. Is that you know you obviously care, but unfortunately, there is no better way to dismiss rational thought than injecting emotion into it. Emotion has no point in rational thought whatsoever. If right. you go into the deeper, deeper stems of logic, which unfortunately a lot of people don't want to ever actually acknowledge, yeah. is that you cannot be emotional and logical at the same time. The second you inject emotion of it, that is, I'll make a, 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 a gro- gross comparison, but the woman who is beat up by her boyfriend that says, oh, but I love him, that's why she'll continue to get beat up by that boyfriend. Yeah, sure. And, they're beating themselves up in this way. They think that this is a great thing and until they see these things through. But I'm sorry, but in some places that have actually seen some of the things that they want to go through, they're starting to realize, well, we want to maybe turn around from this one. Like where everything, you know, like you don't know what you got until it's gone. And a lot of people did not like the way or a lot do not like the way things are going, but they're going to let things go. And then they're going to realize, oh, shit, we had it so much fucking better. Much how I mentioned the same people that want to move into a different country because they don't like one policy 
that's going on in this country, which is really now is that everyone well, has. Uh, well, I think to elaborate on that, most of them don't. They just sit here and bitch about certain policies. They, they don't move to another country. I, I just want. I, I just will say this as somebody who's lived abroad, and you know, yeah. um, the the a lot of the times the people that are the most vocal on a particular policy or whatnot, who talk about you know even the idea of leaving. Don't want to, you know, they they only talk about this particular policy, whatever it might be, is because they do love the country, you know, and it's for it's some might even say just playing devil's advocate here. Some might even say that they're more patriotic than those that kind of just live their, you know, life, you know, head in the sand and 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 don't really care about it one way or another. Well, I think that's the ideal. That's the ideal. I don't think that's always the case. And, no, I that I mean, and I think that that's. And I think that that's. Well, no, no, of course, no, no, of course. But I, I, I think more, more now than ever, that's not the case. I, I, I have to kind of think that. Um, just with everything that's gone on, not even in 2020, which has been obviously everybody's just like, like I said, I think you and I were talking uh, on our first podcast where you just have to like toss your hands up in the air. Like, well, it's 2020, you know, what are you going to do? And um, yeah, I just don't think that's the case anymore. I I think that that's maybe, maybe, uh, you know, maybe not everyone, but definitely a large portion of people. Um, And it's really kind of sad. I I really, I, I really don't, I feel like the, like 2020 is going to last a little bit longer than 2020. Um, you have to stop calling it 2020. It's yeah. just going to have to be the new way of it's living, be like, I guess. Yeah. It's, like, it it's like having it's like, it's like a customer service where like every time I call customer service, they say, they say uh, we're experiencing larger than normal call volume. It's like, when is it just normal now? You just have... It's yeah. just the new normal. Yeah. It's just, Expect you know. Expect to wait as long, you know, as long as it takes. Uh, all right. I think that's it for us. Um, we're just going to wrap this up. We've been going for a while. Actually, longer than I thought we were going to. Um, mainly, uh, I just wanted a little bit of a lighter podcast today just because, you know, we we did a long time. But we ended up doing almost two hours again. So, um, but Ryan... You made a lot of good points. Thank you for being on the podcast again. I appreciate you having me on. I love and the fact that you guys want to you know, incorporate in your your lovely idea you guys have going on here. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I have some benefits to read from it as well myself. All right. So when, where can people find you? What do, what do you want to? I can be on SCO525, SCHO525 on Twitter and Instagram, and then also just strictly Ryan Schofield on Facebook. I have nothing but endless thoughts. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think that's that's a great quotable line. I just I just have endless thoughts. <laughs> most of which uh, most won't agree with, but guess what? They generate fucking re- replies. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're. I mean, have you done comedy in a while, or you didn't? Um, I haven't done comedy since Cuomo. You know, put the Nick say on that one. If I put a, if I could actually hold the guitar, I think I might be able to tell a few jokes. But all right. Well, I, I look forward to going and seeing you. Um, look, guys, I appreciate anybody who's watching. Um, you know, we we've had actually really good responses to this podcast. Um, so I just want to thank uh, Schofield for being here. I want to thank uh, Taylor for uh, doing everything he does. And, uh, yeah, you can find us at 
the ill-advised podcast one at gmail uh i'm uh nezzy or i'm sorry john uh johnny nez uh with two z's at the end on instagram <laughs> i just I messed that up a little bit just like uh, it just put it in the you know just put it in the outro what's that just put a text of it in the outro of course, well, yeah, it's a little hard to do that now that I'm... <laughs> what are those we have, now I have to cut this off. What are anyways, anyways thank you guys. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye-bye.